Martin and Susan in your home, in your ear. <laughs> yes, we are. We are still alive. We are still friends. And um, in case you wondered, in case you wondered, we there's been no there's, there's been no intervention on either one there's of our no, parts. No rifts, no Families. hospital stays, <laughs> nothing. No procedures. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to stop me if I've heard this, and. Um, you know, it just rolls off the tongue now. Remember how we used to stammer on "Stop me if I've heard this" um, in the beginning. Uh, don't in ask the beginning, me any remember questions. <laughs> <laughs> but now it rolls off the tongue, and we're hoping uh-huh. it would roll off your tongue to other people's ears. You know, I didn't even <laughs> give the name of our podcast to the person introducing me at my show the I other night. I never do. I always forget. I just well, I didn't forget. I remembered. I thought, ah, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to get it right. I'm, they never do. They never, ne- ever get and it right. You tell them, stop me if I've heard this. And you say it like. That's the joke. That's the joke. Stop me if I've heard this. Anywho, welcome to hell. Stop me now if you've ever heard this before. You know, it's just like. Uh, I know. <laughs> were you listening? Do you have a pencil? I know. No, they it's, don't. No. They don't have a pencil. Pencil. They haven't Who had a pencil. Pencils? I know everybody has a pencil. <laughs> oh, do. my God. <laughs> I got a jar full of them. <laughs> <laughs> have an old pickle jar just full of <laughs> anyway um yeah the uh, the other one is um my intro which i find you know how intros are the hardest thing to write they're just yeah. hard yeah. i don't care what anybody well. says it's always hard that when somebody says would you write your intro yeah. out? oh god okay what do i say <laughs> especially when you know so I finally just kind of gave up, and my intro is, and I say, I'm going to give you a laugh. Can you get a laugh? And that's kind of insulting to the opener, but I, right. I go, I'm giving you a laugh, so right. you got to be able to deliver it right. correctly. Lobbing you a softball. I'm, lob- I'm, you I'm, giving you, I'm giving you an endearing little joke. Use it. And the joke is she's been seen on HBO, Showtime, and Comedy Central, just not in this century. Okay. They, even on my special, which is coming out, by the way, even on my special, our buddy Simon said decade. And he's a a fucking comic. Different joke. And you kind of go, and I'm in the back going, century, Jesus. Yeah. What the, you know? You you just weakened it by tenfold. I'm just like, uh, can you please just get the fucking intro right? Yeah. It's it's short. It's simple. Just it's <laughs> just it's no it's no brainer. Uh, no, apparently not. You know, because you and I remember when we were emceeing. Oh. We would get pages. Marty Cohen handed me a three-page oh, intro. Oh, I heard about him and his intros. Yeah. Three page and ending with the lovely Abby Dalton. <laughs> okay. From Password. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm telling you, and I finally, it was one of my first times emceeing at One Main Place in 1980. One Main Place opened in 84, didn't it? It was 84. Yes. Yeah, 84. Right. It was 1984, and I opened, I was I was emceeing that show at One Main Place uh, under the John Fox Production Company. Right. Marty Cohen was the headliner, yep. and he handed me a three-page intro. Jesus I only had 10 minutes on stage yeah. <laughs> as an opener. And I went, okay. I go, can I take this? He goes, well, you really should memorize it. Oh, and I what? said, I said, you really should just get a fucking life. Oh, and my God. I took it on stage and I showed the audience. I go, here's your headliner's <laughs> intro. Hang on. <laughs> you know, you might want to, nobody had cell phones back in the day. So I right. mean, you, you can talk amongst yourselves. I don't care. <laughs> you know, three, I mean, whatever. And I just kind of went, nope, nope, uh-huh. nope, and just kind of <laughs> paraphrased. He got so mad at me. He good. wanted, he well, wanted, he good. wanted Sleepy Eagle John, test. he wanted Sleepy John Cuthbertson to fire me. Right. And John goes, no, <laughs> no, God. you know, not with that intro. No. Yeah. You know, that's just crazy. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, anyway, it's funny and that he wasn't he, huge. He was like a radio. He was big in, in the, San Francisco. In we, we got a lot of, and he was on some television shows right. with the lovely Abby Dalton. Not big <laughs> enough, not big enough to demand those kind of demands. Um, it was ridiculous. No, yeah. And um, 
And I don't mind saying his name. I mean, I have no love lost. I mean, there's no, you know, I'm sure he had a lovely career. I'm He's, sure he I'm had sure he, a lovely I, career. I'm sure he has a lovely career. I don't mm. know. You know the best comic that I ever saw to begin with at the One Main Place when we were first starting out? And he was a guy that, nope, he was huge in the San Francisco Bay Area, but he, had we had cable at the time when Jim Samuels oh, yeah. was hitting his stride. Yeah, boy. He would have been bigger than Foxworthy. He would have yeah, been bigger. Yeah, so likable. He was such a great comic. Mm -hmm. Such a wonderfully endearing, funny man. Was he the one that did the trying to start your car thing? Yes. Don't try to start me. Don't, Don't try, try to start, start me. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> He was just. He was just so fun. He was fun. He, he was yeah. exactly fun. He was, he was everybody's uncle that made you laugh at the dinner table yeah. and cry laughing. He was yeah. that guy. Yeah. Just a lovely man. Yeah. And was. Um, I was. I mean, that was like, oh, I want to be like him. You know, right. the other one, and and Rich Scheidner is still working. So that's so. Yeah. Rich Scheidner was another one that I absolutely yeah. adored, and I worked yeah. with him a lot for the improv. He. Uh, I just met him for a, a few years ago at the Bridgetown Festival, and he was—he couldn't have been more down to earth and friendly. That is a, lot, a few years ago because Bridgetown has been gone. For yeah, long. yeah, it was uh, eight or ten years ago. Mm -hmm. He had just uh, made his film with, um, um, oh God, I'm blanking on the other comics who's done directing since. He used to work for Donna a lot. Whatever. Yeah, uh, it'll come to me. He ma he'd made a film about his comedy, Return to Comedy. After oh, yeah, and he it was a real, it was good because he had been, he'd had monkeys on his back mm -hmm. over the years and had yeah. really come through the fire. Struggled and, through a lot. And yeah. he's now working a ton. Right. You know, he's back. Yeah. He came back. So it's a lovely story. Um, yeah. Anyway, how are you? Other than we just had this little conversation well, about. That's all right. It's a, you know, this whole thing is all about little tangents, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, mm -hmm. uh, I had a nice weekend. I did a show uh, <laughs> Thursday that night. you had done, and you said, don't worry. <laughs> oh, I remember that. <laughs> it's yeah. it's at a casino, and it's in a bowling alley, but it's okay because the bowling kind of stops by the time the headliner gets on right. stage. Well, maybe that was your experience. Oh, is that right? <laughs> oh, sh I know. There I, was yeah. a table of... of Kiss uh, of death by um, saying a that. Family, a couple of families that were on one lane with kids from like four to eight. And you, uh. they just throw the ball and smack it down and then push it. Uh, that stayed throughout the show. And they were screaming all the time and yelling like kids It's do. insane. And then there was a, like a sorority or a bachelorette party going uh. two lanes down that stayed all the way through it. So the, the, and there were other people bowling throughout. So that the sh the noise from the bowling balls and the screaming was uh, so loud that the sound system's great. The audience can hear you. So can the kids. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, probably. I wasn't really. No, you're not dirty. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. But yeah, they c everybody can hear you just fine. But they can't literally hear each other one table over laughing. You know, their laughs were kind of. <laughs> well, it's already. really high ceilings too. Really high ceilings. Really so high ceilings. Like literally, you do a joke up. and you'd see a bunch of jaws going <laughs> like they're laughing and their heads were right. bobbing. Yeah. But there was no chance for a sustained laugh. It, every laugh no. I got was maybe a second right. and then it's over and then it disappears and then they start worrying for you because <coughs> it's oh you know, nobody's laughing you know but they can't hear each other. So uh, the show, an hour turns into 40 uh, really quickly, mm -hmm. you know, and um, it's, uh, it was a battle. It was a shit show. And, uh, you know, I, I worked with uh, Sam Miller, who's a, a nice, affable guy, big guy, 6'3 or something like that. And loud. He's and very loud, too. And he's a very big, and even he would get laughs, but you couldn't tell. Right. You, how would you know? I know. Yeah. So, um you know, all three of us um, had struggles. Who else was on the show? Do you remember? Um, <coughs> yeah, okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> yeah. Remember? Do you remember yeah. it's about remembering questions? Yeah, I know. Okay, well, you know, sometimes <laughs> I might call you on that, though. Come on. You're not that old. <laughs> well, anyway, I know. I am. Uh, <laughs> no, you're not. But great. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then the other thing that always irritates the shit out of me with casinos, some casinos, is the control game they play with you. 
you get there and they make you go around to the back entrance, the employee entrance, so you can oh, sign I in and get a security well, yeah, badge. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a lot of walking. Really, I'm not your employee. I'm just walking in and doing a show and leaving again. But okay, I'll play the game. So then they get there and sh you know you you give them your ID and they're like, okay, well he'll be down in about five minutes. You know, so you're waiting for ten minutes. Right. And then a guy shows up. And he walks you up to the... He walks you around through the alley, the back... Uh, All the way back, yeah, it's, yeah. Closets and everything to get to the green, back entrance to the green room. And then I go out the green room, and of course there's nobody in the area at all. And you have all your bartender. bags with you? Uh, no, I, wait, I oh. checked in first. I wasn't messing with that. No, I wasn't. Oh, uh, okay. No, I wasn't having that. Okay. <laughs> but then I get um, in there into the bar area, and the bartender's like, um, here, let me get a hold of... Yeah, uh... She talks to him on the walkie-talkie. He'll be down in about 15 minutes. Uh, so just go ahead and have a seat or just uh, whatever. You know, so yeah. before you can be released to just go back to your goddamn room and relax. Yeah. There, he gets you waiting. And so 20 minutes later, I'm sitting. He shows up. Ralph, the lighting guy, the AV mm -hmm. guy, shows up. Mm -hmm. I go, so you're the bar manager? No, it's the AV guy. Okay, well, I'm glad we get it. Well, do, we, do we need to set the lights or something? I think they're all preset. Well, okay. Well, cool. I'm glad we had this talk. And then he goes, and if you hang on just a few minutes, uh, the sound guy's going to be here in a minute, too. So 10 minutes later, right. the sound guy shows up. Right. We do a quick sound check. So that was worth something, right. I guess. Yeah. I was going to say they're going to do a sound check. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so then I'm like, okay, well, if we're good here, uh, show's at 8, right? Uh, I'll be down here about 7.30. And the AV guy goes, nah, you should be here 45 minutes beforehand. I was like, dude. No. Shut the fuck up. You're nope. the AV. You have, you're yeah. not my boss. Right. Don't tell me when to get to the show. You know, it's just <laughs> little games like that. Yeah, just so kind of, okay. By the time the I'll show rolls show around. show up when you want to, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, man, about five minutes. How about that? Five minutes before the show. I'm going on last. Right? I know. So, um, yeah, it, it, the whole thing just irritates the shit out of you. Mm -hmm. Beautiful room. You were right about that. Beautiful it's room. nice. It's just that the bowling alley is at the end of that bar. It, it's and adjacent it's, to the and bar. And it's no like wall, four lanes. No partition. Four lanes of bowling. Yeah. And all they have to do yeah. is do one of those electric screens yeah. that you, you drop. Right. Or a pipe and draping. Something. Uh, you know, to something. Just to muffle, to, the, to muffle the noise of the, of no, the bar. But it's the bar. not. They don't care. That's the trouble with so many casinos. Really, well, they, they spent so much just money on Just want to bring people that. in. It's so short-sighted. They want to bring people in so they'll gamble. But, hey, how about this? Bring them in so that they tell their friends it was a good experience and come back instead of bringing them in, and I then know. they have this miserable experience where they can't hear the, each other laugh. Well, my them. audience that night, because uh, I was with Mike Coletta mm -hmm. and Vanessa Williams. Yeah. Vanessa Williams. Vanessa... Dawn, Vanessa Dawn, not Vanessa Williams. Don't nail that. No, no, yeah, her career's both, taking a turn. Both really, <laughs> both really, really <laughs> lovely comics, and I knew Vanessa was going to take the bullet because yeah, she was going right. on first. Yeah, and um, and she's very she's very affable on stage and very pretty and very fun. And anyway, she said, "Oh, I just wish they'd stop." you know, being so loud, you know, and the yeah. audience turned on the people in the bowling alley and went, hey, oh. keep it down. Oh, okay. You know, that oh, kind of thing. Good, yeah. But it was like, yeah. and they did that during Mike's set too. Uh -huh. And during my set, I went on and uh -huh. I just, uh, I don't remember what I said, but I said, you guys must have pissed off the bowlers. Uh -huh. And they go, yeah, we did. We pissed off the bowlers, <laughs> so the bowlers left. Oh, that's what I needed. To you do. know that kind of thing. But they were. It had dissipated quite a bit by that's the time good. I went on stage. But I'm sorry. Yeah, everybody, yeah. even Gabe, Gabe Rutledge had a had a hell of a time there because yeah. of the bowling. It doesn't matter if you're funny or not. And know. it's it. And then you know, no. get off stage and people are going, "Ooh, tough crowd." It's like, well, no, it's not tough so bowling. Much. It's yeah, bowling. Tough environment. Yeah. How about that? The crowd, would, it probably enjoyed they themselves. They were laughing. They were smiling. And then, like I said, their heads were bobbing up and down. And they enjoy it. It's just that they're they're as annoyed as you are. Yeah. They really are. So am I still wussing? You said I was wushing. My oh, yeah. There was a weird sound thing going on earlier. It doesn't it seem to be now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so, Good. yeah. So, yeah, you know, and I don't carry that with me the next day. I just, I know what the situation was. And it wasn't pleasant. 
and even then you're, they're driving home going, God, why am I doing this? You know. Well, you got your money. But I also know got I got money. my cash. I know I got the my money. check. And yep. uh, next week I'll be in Medford, and that's always a fun and easy show. And wish you got your money after that one too. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You have to wait for that one. <laughs> that's a hard one to walk away from. And go, oh god! Yeah, I, I want something to show for this. So you're in Medford next week. I'm not in Medford till the yeah. um, the seventh, sixth, and seventh of July, seventh okay. and eighth, or something like that. Seventh and eighth, I think. This coming Friday weekend, Saturday. whatever the dates are, mm-hmm. ah, nobody in Medford listens to us. No. But if you're, in, <laughs> if, if you're in Romania, I'm going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, those both of you, the, our listeners and followers in Romania, right? <laughs> All right, so what else has been going on? How did you... I had a good show at uh, Gigantic uh, Brewing. And that was the same night. Yeah, it was the same right. night. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, uh, it was fun because I had two Gen Zs uh, opening for me. Uh-oh. And um, not for me. They were on the show. They weren't opening for me. They were on the show. Anyway. But uh, they went on first. They went on first. Yes, right. And the crowd wasn't... It was older Gen X's and up. Uh-huh. And then when I say up, there was a lot of older people. Oh, and good. they had come out and yeah. and and I just watched them try to maneuver. I enjoy that though, you know. Uh-huh. And they go, that's kind of an older and even Seth said he goes you always bring in a different crowd. And I go, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Everybody's got to learn how to work in front of different crowds. Yeah, I can work in front of Gen Zs. Can you work in front of elderly people? Yeah, right. You know, that's yeah. the deal. That's what happens. You know, that you have experience. to learn how to do it. Yeah. You have to learn how to do it. So anyway, but they both had really good sets. So Ooh. all three of them actually. There was oh, good for them. Um, yeah. uh, Cam Peloso, Cameron Peloso, who was voted Willamette Week's funniest person. Okay. Um, he was on the show. Cool. Um. Anyway, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and and um, uh, I didn't sell. I didn't sell back. But anyway, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So that was my show. I, I, it's a real kind of a, it's a hit or miss month. I got a hit or miss month. Well, here's something I can actually plug. The fourteenth, I'm doing, the the uh, generation gap show at uh, Haymaker. <coughs> Haymaker. Well, we're doing the Dells too. Yeah, we're doing that. But on the fifteenth. That's uh, sixteenth. Uh, 16th. Right. Yeah. Friday the 16th. We are, yeah. Art and I are performing at, at the Granada, the Granada Theater. Theater in the Dells. Right. And with Seth Allen. Good. With Seth, yeah, Seth yeah. Allen is going to be on the nice. show with us. That yeah, I'm great, excited. Yeah. So, anyway, enough of our business. Um, but I had a, a nice chat with Sam Miller, who is an interesting dude. Um, I don't know if you know anything about him. I do. Yeah, I know you do. Um, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He, uh, you know, he was homeless for a little while, and he he, he uh, had, uh, I, I gather, a drug or alcohol problem, and he's gotten himself out of that. And um, it's been years, yeah. We talked for a while. He talked for a while. I th- he should really talk about the homeless thing because that's that's a hook that not everybody's got. Um, yeah. Anyhow, um, we talked for a while after the show, and um, I hope I didn't <laughs> infuse him with too much of my bitterness. You know, it's not no, bitterness he anymore. No, he likes you. He likes you. It's not bitterness anymore. It's honestly just <laughs> you have to come to terms with the frustrations of not getting famous. And you have to come to terms with it at some point and be okay with it and be calm with it. Right. And I've come to, I've dealt with it. And now it's, it's, it's like, it's not that I've given up. I still like doing shows and I've still got this Rubik's Cube puzzle in front of me I'm trying to solve right. to try to get better. Um. But um, there's also... You're a great comic. Oh, well, thanks. I, when I'm on, I felt... <laughs> I thought that was a frustrating. I felt like I'd had shows that were getting better and better, and I was like, get my groove back, and then you I get know. up in front of bowling balls. I, <laughs> I know, I know. There's always You're that. against the... You just kind of go, okay. Yeah. Did <laughs> I tell... I told you about my... Uh, I had yeah. what that one uh, retirement center... Gig. Yes, right. I yeah. d- oh, we we're, talked about that last like, time. I was gonna give you a standing O, but, <laughs> but I couldn't. But we're just—it's just too hard. I, I can't get out of my chair. But right. it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that. But then I had another one that I did up in uh, up in uh, Woodenville, and they were a lot of fun. They were much more cognitive and much yeah. more mobile and much more, you know. But they were a lot of fun. They had a lot of fun. It was a—it was not assisted nice. living. It was more independent living. So. 
Ah, okay. You know, it's so separate apartments. They have their own apartments. Yeah, they, yeah, it's deal. yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. anyway. So and that was a lot of fun. So, um, but um, anyway, I had some good lines too, and I forgot them all. Oh, but anyway, see, that's that. this is the first show that I remembered to actually take. <laughs> make Did a you keep? I know. because you do these shows and you, you come up with these great lines in the middle, and you're like, oh, why didn't I have that? I know. So this and one, I got it's it, it's and it's just gone. <laughs> I know, it's just gone. I listened to five seconds and went, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, so, that's um, too bad. That's too bad. Anyway, um, so what's, uh, what else is, how's the, how's the rebuild going? How's yeah, the remodel? Yeah. They got the floor in the basement dug up, a lot of it, a big section of it, all the, the cement rat slab, the concrete rat slab, they call it, which is about an eight-inch concrete slab yeah. to keep the rats from coming up into your house. Um, they tore a bunch of that up so they could put the pipes in and uh, plumb the yeah. bathroom yeah, and the sink. And uh, no turning back now. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know if I have it. a rat slab because I have rats. Not in my house, but I have them on the periphery of my house. Yeah, well, you can still have rats. We've had rats come into the house, from, but not up through the floor. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, want to don't tell me that. Anyway, um, anyway, so yeah. good. So they've got the floor yeah. torn up, and they're laying the, laying the bathroom piping or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not yet. They st- they got some pipes out. They haven't done anything for yeah. a couple of days because we can. But they'll get back at it. It's it's going to be a lot of noise for a lot of several months probably now. I don't know how many <laughs> months. <so laughs> we're just going to have to deal with it. And yeah. uh, it's it you know it'll be worth it. I I really feel in our bones we're in our bones we're doing the right thing. Oh, yeah. We've got it figured out where we can kind of turn it all over to Liam after we're gone, and he'll have an income stream as well. So uh, that feels good to be able to not only kind of make it okay for us the rest of our lives. We're not getting wealthy, but we're going to be okay. We're going to be. I think it's great. I think it's just great. I'm really excited for you. Yeah. Can't wait to see it. it. It's worth it, and we're going to have a little happy hour party when we get it done. Yeah. Before we open, we saw our friend. Out. Speaking of a party, we saw our friend Carl Wolfson the other day. Yeah, we went over right. to his house and had a nice yeah. get together. He has. Uh, I wonder how his. He had a big showcase at his. Uh, he he teaches stand up. Yeah. Uh, over at. Uh, something works. Comedy sports. Comedy sports in Northwest Portland, Seventeenth and uh, I can't remember. And he's Kearney. <laughs> Is it Kearney? That sounds right. He's. Um, He's a great teacher. Yeah, and it sounds like he's really embracing teacher. it and really, really got some really passionate ideas about it. And, and yeah, and they had a big showcase this weekend. So yeah. uh, I think uh, or a show it's, they it's had a show what a great fit. for Pride. They were doing a Pride show. Oh, okay, right. Happy Pride, by the way, everybody. Yeah, right. Art and I wish you Happy Pride. I hope uh, I hope you fly your flag. I hope even if you are not of the LBGTQ community, but you are a supporter of and. Oh, yeah. An ally of I have put yeah. up my I put up my banners I've got I've got I've got them all I got all it's I love it you came up and you went well this looks festive uh-huh. and I, it does it does yeah you got the flags little flags like a car dealership I do only it's the <laughs> rainbow <laughs> well there's every single flag it's very beautiful and every single every single um, group is represented oh they have different flags for the different groups With different situations yeah and different okay. countries too some well. diff- different you know. Anyway, but it's a, uh, yeah, and um, I got them on Amazon, which yeah. is. Um, <coughs> well, you should get something like that and put up something in our front yard. Well, I'm going to keep them. I'll just yeah. take them down and keep them and yeah. put them up. Next year. But uh, anyway, so. I, all I've done so far is to change my uh, screen, my. Facebook page. My, my, <laughs> my computer screen to um, a picture of Liam at about five years old in a little princess outfit with fairy wings. And I a, love And a that. wand and a little. Cr- I love that. <laughs> this little skirt. Maybe, maybe, maybe the first inkling. <laughs> yeah, well, there were many like that. <laughs> he, when he went, we went to go see Wizard of Oz. At the oh, they yeah. had a sing-along Wizard of Oz in Northwest Portland. Awesome. He dressed as Dorothy. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. And he was insistent on it. So we're like, yep, you got it. And then finally, when he did come out to us, you know, <laughs> did you guys laugh? We're like, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. That's but we you know we wanted to encourage him. He's, he was un- he's still uncomfortable, but he, you know, he finally came. He, first he said he was bi, and we're like, okay, that whatever works, right? Whatever you feel, whatever right. you're feeling, we're yeah. you know, we're good with it. And uh, then they later on, said, I'm not really bi. And we're like, yeah, 
<laughs> Got it. <laughs> we didn't think so. But anyway, so yeah, so uh, happy pride. And Portland really does yeah. it. Does it upright. Portland has a good yeah, pride parade. They a have good a place to they have a good. Um, they have a great turnout. They usually have a great parade. Yeah, have, yeah. So anyway, um, um, yeah. I wonder what. Um, I have to ask Liam what he's doing. They're they're back from their tour now. They were toured around uh, New York, Boston, Atlanta. They ended up in Orlando the other night, and I think Ooh. they're home now. They're in Orlando. That's what Catherine said. She well, goes, there's a big well, there's a big gay festival in Orlando. Yeah, but she's still like it's. Remember, it's still Florida, Liam. You know, just keep your antenna up because there's people. Well, I'm there's surprised there hasn't been more. Um, I'm sure there was a huge protest. There's huge mm -hmm. protest. But, you know, DeSantis is going after Disney, and it was right off the Disney campus. Oh, they perfect. had this. They yeah. had this big convention. Right. Great. DeSantis, man, he's sinking. He's sinking like a rock. I love Let's it. Let's hope so. Yeah. Let's yeah, hope he is. He's so unlikable. Here's something I heard today, and I know that you don't want to talk about it. And nobody politics. wants that kind of politics anymore. You know, middle America doesn't want the extremist hate politics of hate. The politics of no. Well, let's There's enough of them, but nothing like got Trump elected. I think they went, oh, that's what you get then? I really feel like the country's reeling from well, it. And I hope so. You look at the midterms. You know, look at Trump's reelection campaign. It's the whole That whole movement, I think, had its day. And, and there's still plenty we're of people out there. We're still really divided. And yeah. one of the things I wanted to talk about today yeah. was because we were going to talk about shows that we were going right. to we're watching. But I just ran across this this morning. I'm not a big Morning Joe watcher because I like her. I'm not crazy about him. But uh, I clicked on this link because of this this movie that's coming out on Friday right. called Americond. Mm-hmm. And it's the director and producer came from first generation Irish immigrants who came to this country in the twenties, uh, avoiding famine. Yeah. And uh, in the early twenties, and avoided famine, but worked as servants and all kinds of stuff, and then slowly moved up because. Then FDR came into, and the New Deal went into place, and they were able to raise their family to a level of middle class, uh -huh. you know, working in factories and stuff like that. And they right. were making a living wage, and they had, you know, could buy a home and all this right, other stuff, all right. the American dream, so to speak. And uh, so he followed this – he. He became interested in 2020 into in this guy who is um, working for Amazon. This young black gentleman who was working for Amazon in the warehouses, right? Who organized the first union? Okay. Who went after Amazon and got enough funding, 25 million dollars, to sue Amazon for to unionize to get union unionization for its workers yeah. and healthcare. And he won. Yeah. But the message to, that this brings, and I'm coming back to what you were saying about the middle middle America, mm -hmm. is part of our divide in this country is not that is not political. It's economical. It's yeah. hugely e economical. Oh, definitely, yeah. And so what we've got is we've the the middle class since I grew up has diminished to a point of almost no return i mean they they don't really right. exist yeah, dwindling down now yeah and i'm considered middle class right. which makes me laugh because we all know that right. ain't true yeah you know and uh and people of color that's really difficult yeah you know and um, so anyway, and factory jobs and stuff. So this is a really, and it's coming out Friday in the theaters. Okay. But it will be a pay-per-view also someplace. Oh. You'll be able to yeah, right. buy yeah. it and Amazon watch Prime. it. And probably I Am bet it's on Amazon. <laughs> I don't know. Wouldn't that be something? I bet it is. Oh, my God. Maybe not. Maybe Netflix, though. I don't know. Because it's, you know, it's different departments. They all want to make money. Who knows? Well, anyway, so, um, but yeah, that would be terrible. <laughs> that would be terrible. But anyway, so um, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, look, I'm gonna look at that. Um, that sounds great. It's coming out Friday, you say? It's coming out this Friday. So that would, what's this Friday the ninth? 
because Amazon is the main employer probably in the country now. Well, Google, Amazon, but he they go after a lot of different companies mm-hmm. that have yeah. diminished. Yeah. And you get a people that have that have so that is like Walmart, they're so poverty stricken. Yeah. Takes these people on. Yeah. Gives them a very low paying wage. Just and no insurance. And no insurance, no benefits because they keep them at thirty six hours a week or whatever. So right, just just enough to do, yeah, just not to be full time. Yeah, and then you know makes billions and billions yeah. of dollars. Well, three of the WalMarts were one of the top ten richest people in the country. And I don't three care how family, many goddamn free art art galleries that bitch op- opens. Yeah. It no, doesn't matter. It doesn't. Yeah, all that is is just a chance for her to go have wine with her rich friends. It's just like, okay, yeah. oh, you like the arts? Really? How about yeah. you like your employees? Yeah, right. You know, that kind of thing. This is me. This is what's no, going to put, this this is what's gonna put me in jail someday. In a Walmart. I don't go in a Walmart. I don't buy in Walmart. Unless I, I have to pee or poop. Then I'll go in and okay. leave. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> I've done that, too. I've done that, too. I've done that, too. Anyway, so. Because um, it seems like the symbolic gesture that. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so, and not in the bathrooms either. And here's here's a statistic I heard this morning. I, I go to the sports sporting equipment, <laughs> <laughs> sporting goods section. You are so terrible. There's tents. Well, they have tents. You know, so still private. Anyhow, um, <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of shit going down this June. Everybody, you got to hold on because there's a lot of crap coming coming our way. There is a lot of indictments. There are. Oh, there's political? a lot of. No, <coughs> no, not just political. There's a lot of. Uh-huh. This is the. We are now in the era and in the the vibration of justice. Right. This is. This is when my mom used to say, "You know, the pigeons come home to roost." This is when things are getting settled. We are, and you can see it. You can't turn around. Even if you don't listen to the news, you're seeing stuff all the time. All of a sudden, yeah. oh, right. That's somebody's actually figured that out. Somebody found that guy, or somebody. Yeah. This guy finally got arrested. Mm-hmm. We just had this this big breakthrough in in North Portland. Mm-hmm. This guy who's just been terrorizing St. John's mm-hmm. got caught yesterday. And trust yeah. me, ladies and gentlemen, when I say, if I go four months at a time and I see one police officer in North Portland, yeah. I consider that a win because they don't come over here. Yeah, well, I just saw a, a police officer in my neighborhood for the first time yesterday, and I was like, God, Catherine, look at that. It's like a Bigfoot. It's like I know. It's, it is. It is. <laughs> and the other thing is, you know what you don't see? And this is what I, I you've experienced this. Anybody who drives yeah. a car in the city knows what's going on. Yeah. There is no accountability because there is no there is blowing n- through stop signs. And they're stop blowing. Lights th- and they're doing whatever the hell they yeah, want, yeah. and they're doing 110 on I five coming off an on ramp right, or an yeah. onto. Uh, I mean, my brother almost got in an accident just coming right, over yeah, here the other yeah. day. Hey, get this! I had a school bus just about run me off the road. You're the kidding other day. me! Heading off to my gig in Arlington, I'm merging from 84 onto I five. Yeah. And he came up from behind me, and I was just waiting. So I go, oh, I'll let him pass. I'll let him pass, you know. And um, he decided to pass, but he cut. Like, if I hadn't hit my brakes and swerved, he would have run me off the road. Oh, no. And I honked, and he honked back. And it's like, what? Are you shitting me? You're a, you're a working for the, the school public district? school yeah. system. Yeah. You can't be driving a school bus like it's a little sports car i mean that's crazy it was nuts yes i know they're having a hard time finding drivers but but yeah the kids are in danger if they're well i don't think there's any kids on board and all well let's hope let's hope it it doesn't make it okay you You don't know drive a big vehicle like that i was like um yeah i i am i am so now i'm and i'm a fairly good driver and i'm fairly defensive and, but I, I have a theory. This is what I think we should do. Is And I include myself in this. This is my theory that I came up with the other day. Because you just can never go fast enough for somebody. Oh Some, yeah. you know, on a two-lane freeway, going, yeah. they're going to ride your ass, even though yeah, no. you are doing 10 miles over the speed limit, yeah. as it is. Yeah, I know, right. Well, you know, and there's yeah. no shoulder. There's no yeah, place to go. Get out of my way. It's get out of my way. And, he, you know, and I thought, yeah. 
Okay, once we get in our cars, there is something that happens to our brain. Yeah, yeah. We are entitled. People have this entitlement thing. Right. I think, I think everybody should be required to ride the bus for a whole month. Uh-huh. All cars are off the road except for anything that transports food mm-hmm. or, or goods or um, school buses. Right. You know, or, you know, that kind of thing, or ambulances yeah. and fire trucks. That's it. And then we have to, we actually have to talk to people. Uh-huh. We have to be on a bus with people again. We have to be on a bus and find, right. if, you, if you can get your card punched for one month going to work, right. you get to drive your car again. Yeah, okay. I yeah. mean, it's just like, just, okay, folks. Meet some people. Th- driving is 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 a pl- is a it's not it's not in you're not entitled to it right it's it's this is something this is a gift you get to drive uh, a car you know but, but it's a, it's their people's chance to to let their frustrations out in the privacy of a little bubble where right. nobody can hear you they can see you and they can see your actions and but they can't really hear what you Joe Vespasiani used to do a really funny bit about getting in an <coughs> argument with another driver <coughs> and then they pull up to a stop sign and you know they they both get out at the same time and they're like oh well yeah, you shouldn't have done that well i know i was in a hurry okay all right well okay well, never mind it's all right have a good day and then he gets back in the car fucking asshole good damn <laughs> i know i know and it's you, you know, know it's just you you know it's like okay i gotta walk a mile in this guy's shoes what the hell is going on but yeah, yeah. then you see this blatant the rules don't apply to me yeah. driving right and it scares the holy bejesus out of well, you because you don't should. know because it causes people to it die it's, it's like the people doing the cutting cookies in the middle of an intersection yeah and the crowd coming around and people are getting hurt people are getting killed from that it's insane they don't care we hear it every night we hear the people that have take the mufflers off of their car oh god the i little hate sports that cars and they just floor it you can hear it i, I I'm always waiting to hear a crash at the end of it. Right. Because you know they're going 50, 60, 70 miles an hour down these side streets, and they're not stopping at stop signs. I see them blowing through stop signs. And you know, you just don't know. They yeah. think they're in Fast and the Furious, and it's reality that they're right. driving through. Well, they drive on. They do that. They mm-hmm. they, uh, they do drag races over here mm-hmm. on, on Marine Drive and on Columbia Boulevard. Oh, I saw, saw yeah. something on coming to over here one day yeah it's insane yeah. and they 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 race each other up the street yeah right and they cutting uh, you know and you just kind of go this is okay this yeah. is not anyway yeah, yeah so I saw, I saw two guys chasing each other like that and he swerved fishtailed out and there was a semi coming the other direction and he was right in its path and he was kind of spinning out and then he got corrected it and got out of the guy's way it's like dude you know that's insane you wouldn't have won that battle <laughs> that and, would have been and, the end and, of that and, and you could have just ruined that that poor truck driver's life had yeah. he hit you yeah yeah, yeah. He you know hit and killed you yeah that's not you know those are all yeah it's, it's, it's all consequences yeah games. You're, it's you're it's, 21, you're it's 19, really you're gotten out of control and honestly yeah. I, I saw a police officer in the neighborhood the other day and just went holy crap yeah look what's happening look at that look at that Where's my phone? It, it is. It's a Sasquatch. <laughs> it is. It's terrible. <laughs> so anyway. Hey, speaking of entitled. Yeah. I just watched a documentary about Army Hammer. I don't know how. I didn't know much about him. Just I don't know. His yeah, name. I don't, I don't know anything He's about He's a movie him. actor. You've heard the name, right? You know, Army Hammer used to write uh, the TV Guide. So he used to write in the TV Guide, and I don't know who that was. But it's well, not the same guy. No, there was an Armand Hammer. Armand Hammer. And then right. some other... This <coughs> what the show's all about. Uh-huh. He got uh, busted by his girlfriend um, for, um, you know, basically abusing her. He was <coughs> super abusive. Like, he he would always try to kind of groom them. He did, uh, <coughs> sorry, he'd love, <laughs> he'd love bomb them into charming them and then take them on these trips and start talking about bondage and blah, blah, blah. I want to do this. I want to cut a piece of you out and eat it and stuff like that. Oh, my God. Oh, really dark shit. And it uh, turns out he was doing this with a lot of different women. He'd burn through them until they'd be just shamed and just humiliated. One of them was like, I can't even tell you the stuff he did to me that uh. I allowed. And um, and then so they looked, this person that, uh, who was making this uh, documentary looked into it. 
This has been going on for generations ever oh since the Arm and Hammer kind of fortune. They built a fortune, one of the richest, and they've all gotten off scot-free. Every single goddamn one of those assholes. Wow. One of them had a thing about guns, but they all had a thing about abusing women in their I lives. will never buy Arm and Hammer again. No, don't. I'm telling you, watch this. Yeah. Watch this. You'll throw away any whatever baking soda. What are they? Yeah, make? it's baking soda. Yeah, because uh, um, it is fucking ugly. And just generation after generation, they just buy their way out of it. Even one of the grandfather, the hammer grandfather hammer, um, was, was equally abusive to all the women in his life. And <sighs> um, but kind of bought his way into having a private um, visit with the prince and Diana when they were in the, in the States, you know, to give him credibility. And then just with Mr. Charming and then behind the scenes, just as ugly and cynical, just a picture of evil, evil person. Then he, I guess, you know, he got back on the, he, he, his company was responsible for a uh, plane crash that had killed a lot of people. And it was a car train wreck. I don't know, some, that, some disaster had happened that his company was responsible for because they hadn't listened to the warnings. And he came out and said, oh, we're so sorry, and I just feel bad, and I uh, take this very personally, you know, just putting on a show. So he didn't get prosecuted, and then so he gets off being prosecuted and gets to meet the royal family and uh, super charming, you know, hiding all this shit from him. And then I just get, I guess he get back on the plane. It's like, ah, he's acting all sad and contrite. And then he gets back on the plane. It's been a good day. Let's have some glass of champagne here. Let's celebrate. <sighs> you know, just as evil as they come. I'm telling you, generation after generation after generation. And so far, Army Hammer hasn't faced any charges. Even though. Never? Yeah. You know, there was an attorney for one of the women was saying, no, it's not BSMD, BMS, BDSM, whatever, bondage. It's not bondage that if it's not consensual. The minute they don't have your consent, because he wasn't getting their consent. He was just power tripping them into it. You know, and, wow. then, and then if you don't have consent, it's just rape at that point. Yeah. And um, I can't watch these shows. I, 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 I understand. I'm telling you. But... I have, you know, I have issues with trusting men anyway, so yeah. let alone, but I mean, this is, this is supposed to na another nail in that coffin. Oh, well, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, hello, no. <laughs> anyway. And power, you know, that's, that's one of the points it's making is that that kind of power yeah. does corrupt uh, oftentimes. And wow. not, not Probably not everybody. I think there's Well, let's talk about corruption for just a second. Yeah, sure. Because well, I heard sure. a statistic today that blew me the fuck away. And I am, I am, you know, I spend my mornings catching up on a lot of different. The latest news. And well, I do. And <coughs> I, I listen to MSNBC. I listen to Al Jazeera. Right. I listen to BBC. Uh -huh. I listen to, you know, I get different. I try to get different perspectives. Okay. Once in a while, I'll go over to Fox and, Just you know. see what they're. Not without, not, uh, not without about. A, a glass of vodka in my hand. But <laughs> I go over to, I go over to Fox. But, uh, you know that, uh that Jack Smith is he's he's getting ready to indict. It's it's yeah, it's almost there it's it's in front of a grand jury. Gaining some serious momentum. Well it's in front of a grand jury now. Oh good. And one of the things that blew me away now they they're all talking about this this video that this taped conversation about Trump admitting that he knew that what he did with the you know that that he had classified documents they weren't unclassified documents they were classified documents and right. he knew and he was talking about this very important one anyway in this and they have that tape they have it oh, okay. and it does they can't really indict him on that because they can't find that that high class document they can't oh, find I see. it they need the well physical. they can't find it which means either it existed or it didn't exist but if it did exist which and they can't find it it means he probably sold it or he's hidden it someplace very you know for or later for yeah burned it or whatever oh, i don't think he destroyed anything because he is a he's a he's he's a hoarder yeah, so and because he could make money off oh it. he can make money off it so anyway but i thought it was hundreds of documents right the, the that's what I no think i imagined yeah. Thirteen thousand. Yeah, he took right. thirteen thousand of classified documents wow, yeah. Thirteen thousand. yeah that's making a real effort that's 
that says, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, right. That's just insane. That's probably the only thing he really put any effort to in the four years yeah. he was in office. <laughs> True. <laughs> and um, this is what I'm talking about when I'm, I say that we are in... We are in this... An age of uh, chickens coming home to roost. Yeah, that's exactly it. There's all this justice and and it's all coming, t- you know, the truth is, is going to be exposed and... Sounds good to me, man. People can't, Pop you know... Pop popcorn. Watch it. it. Well, it's it's I'd not even that. that. I. Oh, it's going to be entertaining. Will, well, will they, you know, <laughs> will they convict... Will they actually convict? I mean, because what Jack right. Smith is yeah. pr- proposing is is a felony, which right. will take him out of the running, right? If he's tried and convicted, but let's not be naive. If it, he is charged with a felony, and it hasn't gone to trial, right? And he hasn't been convicted, he can still run for president. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's that. Yeah. And that's the thing is that uh, what you were saying is middle America is not, you know, buying all the anger and the hate and the, but. Some of them still are. It's just the numbers not aren't there that, that were there before. What, what, you know, it's like, it's that confrontation that you have when, when people, when they, they start spewing about, we need to get our freedoms back and you ask them point blank, mm-hmm. what freedom have you lost? Right. Yeah. What is the loss of freedom that you feel? And they can't, they are not able to verbalize the exact thing yeah. because what they're feeling is trapped and they're feeling like they can't get ahead. And that yeah. goes back to the economic trickle down bullshit that Reagan yeah, right. started right. saying, well, if it's good for the, uh, if the, if it's good for the rich and the elite, it will be good for yeah, you, which never was which the case. Always been proven wrong, wrong, wrong. And they it's and just good for the one percent. But that's you it. can't. But in, and the education yeah. and the education level in this country has is just yeah, abhorrent. No it's abhorrent. About that. Yeah, right, yeah. So anyway, it's going to be a very interesting summer. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's going to be a well, very I hope interesting. That a summer. lot of that does come to pass, like you're saying. Oh, it's going to come to pass. And the other thing is the good news that I think is going to happen, too, is um, we're going to see a real big breakthrough this this month on Ukraine. Oh, there are there are factions that are in 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 on in movement in Russia to uh, uh, unseat Putin. Hmm. And that is that would be a great thing as a person who's been hated Trump for so long, it's hard to get my hopes up. I know. <laughs> you know, it's hard to get, it's just Lucy in the football. Well, you're a tougher, you're a tougher convinced. You know lot, me. For a lot of things. I know. Prisoner of hope. I know. But um, <laughs> I just have a hard time. I, I know. hope so. I got Again, I really hope you're right. Uh, he's I hope so pretty, too. pretty dug in. And well, he's got a lot of weapons If he doesn't, him. if he doesn't, if he doesn't flee, uh-huh. Which is a robust belly. Well, that'd but be good too. But he is—he's uh, filling his diaper right now. I he's scared so. to death. He needs to be. He should be. He's just for what he's done to this country. Yep. Yep. He should be. Anyway, yeah. enough politics. I'm sorry, but I—you no, know—I no, just—I have nobody to else to that. spew at. So here you go. I—I. I, I've been. Um, I don't know. I haven't been drawn to it lately. I well, you've been really busy well, doing other stuff. I start out my day by turning on YouTube, and I, I look do. for uh, like a Kevin Nealon hiking video. Who's just like light and mine fun. is say yes to the dress. No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> or the dodo uh-huh. or geo beats, which are animal videos, uh-huh. which always <laughs> make oh I just cry and oh my baby that baby got so home. I love those. Oh anyway, god, I do I do watch those too a lot. Yeah, it's just something to cheer you up, something to pull you out of the funk a little bit. Yeah, but I don't I don't. Um, and it used to be I would watch the late night. Well, you can't watch any late night monologues now. That's the other thing I was going to say. I miss them. I miss them yeah, so much. Man, I am missing them so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just like, come on! I just give the writers what they need, please. Yeah, they, it's time. It's not rocket science. There's they're a lot not of money asking. To go around. 
they're not asking for a million million dollars yeah. a piece. They're These just producers are making plenty of bank with it's streaming just now. Share it. Just well, they it. need to get the credit. It's the same thing with the 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 strike uh, with Spotify and uh-huh. uh, you know what's happening with. Um, uh, when when you hear a comedy video or a comedy album on Spotify, Pandora, what's the other one? Sirius, mm-hmm. all that, uh, and then they pay out, but they pay they pay out to the comic as a the performer. They don't. Right. He doesn't get a writing credit. He's the writer. Mm-hmm. You know that's yeah. content. Right. And they've been fighting eight hundred pound gorilla production companies been been fighting now with with. Um, Sirius Radio oh. for over a year wow. about this. Yeah. And now Spotify has pulled all its... Com- just as my comedy album's coming out, no Spotify has now pulled all comedy al- albums because really? they don't... Yeah, they don't want to get in the middle of shit. Uh, you know, you kind of go, well, thank you very much. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, because, yeah. you know, it's a credit, folks. They wrote the damn thing. Right. It's, you know, anyway... But let's just give. Let's just hope the writers strike, and they hope they get what they want. Yeah. Did you read Gary Lucy's because story um, on Facebook? Which about Gary Lucy is is a Portland comedian who went on to great success as a writer. As a writer in L.A. In L.A. and he's speaking of writers, he's obviously out of work right now, but he's a great comedian. Very funny guy. And very interesting just guy. Very Just funny all the time, funny. And and really interesting. Always yeah. has these great stories. And uh-huh. he wrote this wonderful story on his Facebook page about being a 15-year-old music um, uh, reviewer for his high uh-huh. school. And uh-huh. he talked his way into getting an interview with um, – you Okay. I'm not trying not oh, to chew oh into okay. the okay. I'm thinking, are you having a stroke? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, talked his way into getting an interview with, um, oh, God, right out of my head. Danny Elfman? Okay. The this, this singer-songwriter who's famous. Okay. And then he went to this that huge festival in L.A. Anyway, he was in 1982, and he, he was here's this kid. He's 15 years old. He got his buddy, who's a photographer, and who is now a a nationally known uh, photographer. Okay. Who he went to high school with. Right. He had a car, and they drove down from Portland wow. to L.A. And he does this big. It's a great story. Oh God. Anyway, um, we should have waited. But anyway, we got to get Speaking to our. Speaking of writing. Yes, let's do that. Speaking of writing, we were talking about AI and Chat GPT last week, and uh, since then we signed up for it and tried out some of the questions that we wanted to, or prompts that we wanted to give them uh-huh. to see. I, my, I wanted to do, if you remember. Um, Write me three jokes in the style of comedian Art Krug. Right. See, see if it could find some comments. And on we did me too, but it was bad. And mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and let me read one of the jokes for. Um, no, this is no. A, that's something ha- else. You have to hear it. Use oh yeah. Okay. Use the mouse. Art Krug style jokes. Here we go. It keeps track of your conversations. Um, it, of course. Here are three jokes in the s- common slying. No styling. I'm I, uh, I'm not close enough to the screen. <laughs> <laughs> of Art Krug. Okay. Uh, I was at the doc. No, that's worse. Uh, I don't have my reading glasses. This oh, is better. Do you want me to read it? <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was at the doctor's office the other day, and he told me I had a very rare allergy. I asked him what I was allergic to, and he said, work. So now I'm collecting <laughs> disability checks and watching soap operas all day. That's what I call living the dream, folks. Like, I would never write a joke like that. You know, I, I thought, well, okay, it'll come up with something. I didn't think it was going to come up with really lame jokes. I don't know how to take that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because my writing is, uh, I got to say, up a notch up from that. And it's three of those. I was blah, blah, blah the well, other day. Well, it's really day. fast. I was, I was reading an article the other day. It's like, no, that's all, that's all like Catskills jokes. Well, it, and you brought up the fact that, which I think is absolutely true, it's very old style. Old Leading yeah, into. Old school, yeah. Oh, real old school going yeah. into. You know, uh, 
in going into a premise. Right. It's, it's a, yeah. yeah it's There's a really clumsy, old school setup to a joke. And you want to read the one we wrote for Wanda Sykes today? Yeah. And Wait. then we tried the same thing for a, a, Somebody more, who's a famous. more of a famous comic really, with yeah. a lot of content for them to right. sift through. Yeah. And uh, here it is. This is what they came up. Oh, I love a good Wanda Sykes joke. All right, here we go. Hey, you guys. Heard about the new dating app for ghosts? It's called Booed Up. <laughs> you don't even have to swipe left or right. You just wait for them to be to come and haunt you. Oh, God. And I'm doing that in the tone of a AI-generated avatar. But seriously, I don't think I'm ready for this new age of technology. I mean, my phone is smarter than me, and I went to college. The other day, I asked Siri how to cook, how to cook rice, and she said, sorry, I can't help you if your rice game is weak. Even in my own phone, oh, even my own phone is roasting me now. So, I mean, you could probably read that better I than know. Uh, an it's avatar okay. I know, yeah, yeah, but... but Really not up to Wanda Sykes. I know, level. I know. It's not, yeah, <laughs> not at all. Shall we? Shall we ask a? Shall we ask a political question? Um, um, I don't know. Or do you want it to? This is really just to create texts. Oh, just create texts. Yeah, okay. that's what this app does. I did. I tried another one though. There, I, I had. I thought I want to do this like kind of idea for a cartoon, uh -huh. like you might see in a magazine or something. That was. Uh, I wanted to see how it would handle that's what this. I did. Yeah, illegal aliens. And that was a, uh, yeah, no, that's not, it's not there. Oh, I thought it was. No, uh, I said, I, I want to have illegal aliens. So I wanted to have like ICE um, um, agents arresting some like outer space aliens, uh -huh. right? And putting them into a ICE van. Okay. You know, just, it's not hilarious, but I just wanted to see how it handled that. Uh -huh. And I tried a whole bunch of different prompts and uh, changed it and altered it. Every single one of them. They either didn't have any aliens in the picture. It, it would be like four uh, agents with random badges on their back just walking away from it, the, and it, walking towards what might be a van that's blurred in the background. And oh, or do, it would Does it give like you a picture? Or just yeah, it, to create oh. an image is what I was oh, trying to image. do. Oh, an image. Oh, an image. Yeah, okay. you know how they, they create all these great drawings. And oh, okay. And no. I tried everything I could try, and it never did that it never showed like an actual alien you know with the, that looked like an alien uh-huh it never i never even got that yeah i tried different outer space creatures you know i tried everything and yeah it, it didn't seem to handle it and maybe you have to get really good at the prompts i think to yeah. really understand yeah. how to get it to do what you want to do but it sure seems like at least with this with the jokes we're a long long ways from having our jobs threatened there's so much that that doesn't understand about. I think, and we may not. I think there's funny. other apps out there that are probably a little probably bit better. more, yeah, probably a little, little yeah. bit more um, advanced. I mean, I yeah, have probably. a feeling and get more we're advanced. getting the tip of the iceberg. I think that there's yeah. been a lot more advancement than we know about. It's true, and you know, if you listen to anybody, the uh, advances are coming faster and faster. It scares the whole bitches. They teach out of me. they teach themselves how to teach themselves, and then oh it just God. exponentially. They're <laughs> this yeah. is this is frightening. Yeah, a lot of people are frightened by it. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, I'm not surprised that people are frightened by it. But if I could we'll get see. a robot that would pull the weeds in my yard without <laughs> pulling out the plants, I would. I, that's the only thing I would get because yeah. I hate pulling weeds. But oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm with you. But um, that's yeah, that's. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. Um, we'll get. We'll. Uh, I'll keep tinkering around with this. If we make a breakthrough, if we come up with something really good, I'll let you know. I thought. I thought at least it would come up with some premises I could work rework on my own. But right. No. It's all just so weak and so just low hanging. I fruit. have. That's yeah. I mean, come on. I, I, you know, the thing about see, it is, is that this is. I'm I allergic to work. Come on. That's something like guys in the Elks say to each other. I know. <laughs> you know. I know. It's it's very it's very nineteen sixties. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Somebody's seen a cocktail napkin back right. in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I a cocktail napkin in itself ages us. Just the um, term cocktail <laughs> napkin I know, I know. lets you know who's listening to this <laughs> and who we are. <laughs> um, yeah. See, uh, kids. You don't understand. There used to be little pictures, little cartoons on the cocktail <laughs> napkin, and there'd be like four or five different ones. 
uh, when yeah. you go to a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, they were lame jokes. They were family circle level jokes. Yeah, family circle again. Another another <laughs> reference. Yep, another <laughs> family but circle. That's sewer. That Reader's Digest. They used to put out some great oh, cartoons. Highlights? Are you kidding me? <laughs> You know, it still exists, Reader's like Digest. Oh, Reader's Digest? Yeah. Oh, yeah, still, sure. still You know, exists. I had a joke published in Reader's Digest. Well, you've had several no. jokes published. One. Well, that, yeah, that was yeah. one. They, they contacted me out of the blue and wanted to use my uh, calling a person you're engaged to a Nintendo. Nintendo. That's a great joke. And they said they didn't... Con- they didn't um, it's a great credit joke. Credit me for it. They paid me for it, but they didn't say comedian Art Krug. They said overheard at a party. No. Yeah, right. So that sucks. <laughs> That's so low. Fuck Reader's Digest. What party was that? Fuck Reader's Digest. Uh, was I there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, overheard yeah. at a party. They had an AI back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah, you just wonder how much of your stuff has actually made it into print that you never got credited yeah, for. Yeah. Yeah. Could could be. I, I I'm always leery about people that come up to me after a show and quote back certain lines to me yeah directly right word for word and you kind of go okay well that's going somewhere you yeah know, that's right. going somewhere and I, I don't mind if somebody's just using it like a husband and wife use your joke between sure. each other yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. private joke yeah that's i've yeah. had that and that's flattering and yeah kind of sweet and I'm but you don't know who's who, yeah you've you made their life a little richer right you know if, but yeah if it's a comic or or a writer or a writer yeah yeah, right. yeah. But anyway, um, so uh, that's fun. I I'm, I haven't played with it because obviously you saw how hard it was for me to get in. Right. Well, you're in now. I'm in now. So so fiddle around with it. Think about some questions. I will. And you guys, let I'm us. I'm gonna know. have it write my obituary. <laughs> <laughs> how about that? Here's <laughs> what it said when I said, um, <clears throat> "What would be a good podcast for two comedians aged 67 and 71?" They said, that's a great question. I don't know why it feels like it needs to stroke you before it answers the question. <laughs> Look, I'm already doing it. <laughs> I don't need your validation. <laughs> Just qu- there are definitely some great podcasts out there. And then it, um, it showed me a bunch of podcasts that we can listen to. And then I said, uh, then I prompted it to say, oh, well, what about what could we do, uh, what we do as a podcast? Yeah. and Because uh, we're still story. struggling after five years. Yeah. <laughs> a number of these we've done. Funny stories from our past. Well, yeah, we do that all the time. Yeah, not real popular. There's one. <laughs> Getting old ain't boring. The irreverent take on aging and the challenge that has, it comes with challenges that come with it. And, <clears throat> see, I can't read. Right. Presented in a way that only two experienced comedians could. They could uh, discuss topics like health, retirement, and modern technology, all with a humorous twist. Yeah, I wouldn't listen to that. Two old friends, podcast about... uh, Catch up and shoot the breeze. Well, pretty much, pretty much us. Got that down. It. Got yeah. that one down. <laughs> <laughs> Better late than never. Yep. And this is something we talked about. What? Trying things, new things. Yeah. Trying something we hadn't, challenging ourselves to try something we'd never done before. I think we should do that, though. I think yeah. that'd be kind of fun. I was thinking about signing up, for, signing that, yeah. up for a, a class. Okay. I was thinking, yeah, like a watercolor class. I know that's yeah. something, but that's something I've always wanted to do. Well, I, I'm studying Italian. That was something I was challenging myself to oh do. Oh, good. See, we don't talk ago. about that and because no. I haven't done it yet, but you're doing it. You're already doing it. Yeah, I've been doing it for uh, almost a year, 10 months. And you're also months. doing a rebuild. And I which still couldn't hold a conversation in Italian if I wanted to. But do you understand what's being said to you? S- if it's said slowly enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I, um, um, yeah, I think we should explore that a little bit more. I think that'd be right. kind of fun. Yeah. Um, I had a thought, and it's gone now. But um, uh, yeah. Anyway, we uh, we know that we're not doing uh, as many podcasts as we would like to do. Um, but uh, art's very it's busy. My fault. Art's it's very my busy. Fault. Th- I am. I'm throwing you under the bus. It's art's very art's no, very busy this the year. Reason. That's the reason. That and I'm um, uh, and <clears throat> I'm just boring as hell. So. I well, think it's... Um, I'm glad you said it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but um, 
we really do appreciate you listening, and uh, we're going to end it here today. I think we're going to wrap it up and yeah. um, have a good week. Uh, yeah, I hope you got some laughs in there. I hope you got some uh, thoughtful kind of thoughts in there. Right. That intrigued you. I want to encourage anybody who loves um, – who loves listening to comedy, um, like like people that do uh, healing and 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 psychological, you know, kind of trauma uh, healing. Um, our friend Nancy Norton, mm-hmm. who is a who is an amazing comedian, has taken that to a different level. Right. She is now doing a wonderful podcast uh, about everyday people. Uh, most of them are comics that have had trauma in their life, either public trauma or personal trauma, and have overcome it with humor, or are on the are on the on the path of doing so. Mm-hmm. And her podcast is called Traumedy. That's great, and yeah. it's it's so entertaining. I bet it is. It's so interesting. She's just such a thoughtful. And person. she's be, Nancy. On top of being a great comic, is a nurse, and was a nurse for right thirty years, Makes sense. off and yeah. on. You know, and she's done a lot of research and a lot of work. Yeah, and uh, it's she doesn't talk over anyone's head. She just yeah. talks about how you can get through the tough times. Yeah, and how comics have overcome near death experiences. Sure, uh, public international national humiliation on television right you know this kind of stuff yeah and it's it's really interesting and uh, what's, it, what's the name of the podcast traumedy Tra- oh you said that and Tramedy i find and name. i find it on spotify it's on spotify right okay now. yeah so um i wanted to plug it out. for her and uh give her that thumbs up and and hopefully um get her some listeners because i yeah. think she's uh, what she's doing is just really important yeah that sounds so. like not just uh interesting and funny but important like you said yeah it's an important anyway also if you're looking for a laugh you you have one weekend left after this airs this tuesday to see siren theater's version of patrick swayze's roadhouse it's a comedy redo in portland in Mm -hmm. portland on mississippi avenue there's one more weekend left i haven't laughed so hard at anything in a long time yeah you love that just belly laughs it was just so silly and fun and the movie's silly already it's just guys duking it out almost all the way well, through. Well, Patrick, Patrick Swayze takes his shirt off. He then, takes his shirt off. So. And the, oh, he does. Yeah. And then Sam, and they, they do a comedy nod to that as well. I, and Sam, Sam Elliott is gorgeous. Is it, Sorry. They have this like five foot two woman playing his Sam character. Elliott lives in Portland. Yes, I know. With his wife, Catherine Ross. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, there's so many little funny touches to it. Uh, even if you haven't seen the movie Roadhouse, and it's a cult classic, Watch two or three scenes from it on YouTube. That's all you need to do. And it'll all make sense. It, it's, it great. Sense. it's great. It's anyway. such a campy, stupid movie to begin with, but they just really do it right. And we've had and we've had him on, on our podcast. Um, he was one of our first guests. Um, oh, Jason Rouse. Jason Rouse. Yeah, was he on narrates it. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's he a, does, yeah, he's, a he's so funny. Right. He's so wonderful. Okay. All right, thank you guys. Have a great it. week. Uh, we love you for listening. Yeah, thank you. For those of you that are still listening at one hour and eight minutes especially, Take care. God, we love you. (laughs) Say goodbye.